Saving money on your outdoor project? Now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Strange Familiars. Strange Familiars is brought to you by 90 Days to the Perfect Puppy. You can find him at sithappens.us. Look for the 90 Days to the Perfect Puppy link at the top of the page. How are you tonight, Allison? I'm well. Well, I'm very excited. You're going back to the woods. Well, eventually. (laughs) (laughs) In this episode, in this episode, you're going back to the woods. Yes, I am, but I'm excited about something else. I'm excited about another episode. Episode 200, The Ohio Siege. Mm-hmm. Someone contacted me. I don't know if he wants to be named on the air. So okay. I will happily give him credit in the future if he doesn't mind being identified, but I don't know if he wants to or not. But he's an investigator that was around at the time, knew a lot of the primary investigators that worked on that, and has given me some wonderful information that furthers my knowledge of what was going on there in Ohio, 1980, 1981. So this is the family who were so scared about the Bigfoot in their backyard that they sat on the roof with the guns. Yes, it is. I remember that story. Like sometimes you'll say like, oh, episode such and such, and I'll be like, I'm lost. But no, I definitely remember that episode. (laughs) A lot of the people involved have died. A few are still alive, but I'm tracking down more information and I'm going to pursue this further. And since it's on my mind and I've spent all day digging into it again, I'm going to put the call out for anyone out there who might be listening, who might have further information on the sightings around Rome, Ohio and Rock Creek, Ohio in 1980 and 81, or actually anytime. If you have modern sightings from those areas, (laughs) I want to hear about them too. So get in touch. Now, tonight's episode, Gazoo's Woods, Part 2. Gazoo Part (laughs) 2. 
If you didn't listen to last episode, you probably should. It lays all the groundwork, tells about how we named the place Gazoo's Woods, tells about our previous visits to the place, and begins our on-site recordings from the other night when we were there. So when we left off, Chad and I were in the graveyard that's surrounded on three sides by woods. It's a very active night. Got the creeps, started hearing stuff from the moment we exited his truck, and it went on from there. We will continue on tonight's show. However, before we do that, I want to talk about our new sponsor, MHZ Choice. They're a streaming service like Netflix or Hulu or HBO Max. It's MHZ Choice. It's MHZ as in zebra. You can find them at mhzchoice.com. Strange Familiars listeners in the United States and Canada can get their first month free by using the promo code STRANGE at checkout. It's the first month free, and it's just $7.99 a month after that. No commitment. You can cancel any time. MHZ Choice has programs from over 20 countries. It's primarily mysteries and dramas from Europe, and they're always expanding. All the programs are presented in their original language, so you don't have those silly overdubs. But the subtitles are really nice. They do their own subtitles in-house. Easy. Yeah, it makes you feel like, oh, I think I've, I can, I understand this language. It's so easy to. <laughs> it's easy to follow. They're easy to read. You're not rushing to finish one line before the other one pops up. I think they have a lot of shows that would be of interest to our listeners, but we've been watching one called Secta. Episodes one and two dropped last week. Episodes three and four dropped this week. It's a Russian drama, I guess, mystery crime, all of these things mixed together, about a cult and about people trying to deprogram someone from a cult. It was very, very interesting, and I still can't tell exactly which way it's going to go. It's unclear as to who the bad guys are. Maybe everyone's a bad guy. There certainly seems to be plenty of bad guys. (laughs) (laughs) I think this past week, the star of the show is definitely the, there's a little girl that plays in it, and she's perhaps the best actor in the whole thing she's she's fantastic she's an amazing actress yes this isn't like scary horror it's that unhinged feeling like where you just don't know yeah like what's happening and and you feel out of sorts in the same way that the primary characters do i've really been enjoying secta really been enjoying mhz choice you guys can too that code strange when you redeem it it can only be redeemed at mhzchoice.com through a direct subscription. You can't redeem that on their partner platforms like Amazon Prime, Cox, Xfinity, the Roku channel, etc., etc. So go right to mhzchoice.com, use the promo code STRANGE, and get your first month free. All right, so before we go back to Gazoo's Woods, I want to mention, as I always do with on-site shows, the audio is inconsistent. I do my best to even it out. But it's fundamentally not a studio. It is not. (laughs) We're outside. Same thing that allows you to pick up strange things in the woods is the same thing that detracts from the quality. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do my best to even it out, but it, mm. it is imperfect. I think it's worth it. I think this is, so far, this is a big statement to make. I think this is my favorite on-site show we've done so far. Maybe it's just because it's the most uh, recent and the most immediate and the feelings of awe you get when you encounter this stuff. It's a little bit fresher this time than it was previous times. I think you're in for a treat. So one thing I want to say is a lot of these noises, some of the 
the cracks we heard, um, the wax, and some of the, the stuff arcing through the woods, you know, landing. They sounded like they were right beside us. Yes. I mean, at the one time, remember, I'm... I'm that, like, that's why we were getting so freaked out. They didn't sound like they were 50 yards away. No. And, I mean, we're flashing our flashlights. The yeah. lights are on the whole time. Yeah. And I'm literally standing off the uh, cemetery in the woods, probably, yeah. I don't know, 5, 10 yards, trying to see something. And I think I even say in the one clip, you know, like, I hear it. It's right beside me. You even said, Chad, it's right beside you. And we saw nothing. Yeah. No, one time it, it hit right in front of you. You could hear it hit right in front of you. We didn't see anything. No, nothing being kicked up. No. Nothing. nothing. It it, was, and that's what was really weird was in the dis- South. Disturbing. Disturbing. It was very disturbing. Okay, so this next segment, we're still at the cemetery. Just go ahead and play that. You just touched me. I did not. Felt like you tapped my left arm. No. There's no acorns dropping. It's too early in the year for that. And you notice we come to the edge of the woods with lights and it completely stops well, on this side. All right, so I'm standing right now. I'm 20, 15 feet from the tree, from the wood edge. My light's penetrating at least 30 yards into At least, that. at least. Because these woods are not thick. They're not. See something hit right there? Yeah. I keep hearing something walking out there, but I'm not seeing it. Yeah. That's a creeping freaking willies, dude. Whoa. I got eye shine or something in my light here. I'm coming back to see it. Think it. Well, mate, I don't know. Where? Where was it? Alright, turn the light off. See it in my light? Come in front of me. There was a flash right there. To the right of that tree. This tree? Yeah, to the right, back in there. That's red orange again. See it? Hear that last thing? Yeah. It sounded electronic almost. It's like when I was here. Yeah. Okay. When you were standing over here and I asked you if you heard that. Yeah. That's the truck. I got these disoriented there for a second. Jeez. Um it was like beep 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 beep. You know what I mean? That's that definitely came out of the tree. Yeah. Or through it. Through the trees, with a net. Yeah, like. Hear that? I did. It sounded like it was like right beside you. I like, know. Right in front of you. I know. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. Hear that? Listen. I heard that. Like something. No, listen. Huh? Sounds like somebody dragging something on the road. Or- This is bizarre. So, I'm not sure what, what you guys can glean from what we're describing here, but there's there's woods that are... I mean, there's woods, but they're, you can see into them pretty well. 
They're on, cleaned out. On all sides of us. And there's things, there's noises that they're happening really close. Well, you said it sounded like something dragging. I, I was hearing like a, it was like a click, 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 click. What was that? I don't know. Did you hear that? I did hear that. So that ends once again with you say, did you hear that? Right before you say, did you hear that? There is, there's this weird cry. I, I assume that's what you were talking about. You said, did you hear Yeah, that? yeah, and I don't, I don't remember what it, it sounded like. It's it just weird. strange. It's really weird. Let's play that three times, and I'll ask everybody to kind of try to remember that sound for the next clip we play after this. I don't have any clue what that cry is. <laughs> Neither I, do I. <laughs> <laughs> so we decided, let's clear out of the cemetery. There's no solving this mystery, you know. <laughs> like, no, no. There's... no we, we were there for what? I don't know, a while just trying to, to see what was there. And we yeah. were seeing nothing. And at this point, we're like pretty well exhausted. Yeah, you know? it was, it was, it, it's not that we were necessarily afraid. It was more just no. like, okay, we've we've experienced this now for an hour or whatever it was. Probably more than an hour, honestly. Kind of like, what do we do now? It's like the same thing is going to happen over and over. Things are going to get thrown. We're going to hear cracks. We're going to shine the light. We're not going to see anything. So we literally decide, let's change our angle. Literally change the angle. So we drove around down the bottom where we parked the first time we went, where I parked the first time I went, and we decide, let's walk up into Gazoo's Woods from there. Now, one thing I want to note is when we got down there, there were a bunch of deer Mm -hmm. across the road. Mm -hmm. And we literally had the eyes shine coming off the deer and we watched how the deer behaved mm-hmm. with us flashing flashlights on I'm, I'm pretty sure that's all in the tape yeah yeah and they acted nothing like the eye shine and the eye glow that mm-hmm. we were seeing in the cemetery yep. and none of it was even close to that yeah <laughs> it was different no way different so i just wanted to i wanted to say that again mm-hmm. that was just something to take note of we woke up and we go into the area we call Gazoo's Woods. It's simply a kind of a, a change in the way the woods look right there. Yeah, yeah. They become more open there. You start going up the hill. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, something changes. But right. the feeling changes as well. We both noted it. Yeah. As soon as we went in there, it's like, oh, this is creepy again. It's like a boundary. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go ahead and play that. So just to illustrate the difference from what we could see before and or not see as the case may be, we came down around the other side um, of the woods and the woods are actually thicker down here where that deer is. It's thicker than they are up, up there. There's more under undergrowth and stuff. And we could see a deer. It, and that deer is, uh, what, what's... 20, 30 feet back in there, probably. Yeah. And you can see it fine. Yeah, it's feeding. Doesn't care. So whatever... I mean, it's it's about... 50 yards, maybe, roughly, from the truck. Because we can see it in the headlights. Mm-hmm. So whatever was... In the woods cracking branches we think we had stuff thrown at us 
whatever that was, we couldn't see. No. <laughs> couldn't see it at and, all. And we had easily 30-foot view into the woods, if not... No, we had more than 30-foot view. Yeah. We had a good 20, 30 yards. Yeah. Okay, you ready? I suppose so. Let's see what we got here, if any. We got three, three or four deer down here. And that is not the same set of eyes that I saw no. earlier. No, no, no. Remember that we, there was one pair of eyes when, yeah. we, when we were up on the hill by the cemetery, and we walked down through the woods towards it, and it didn't move. And these guys are moving their eyes. They're acting totally different. And if I'd walk towards them, you'd hear them through sure. the woods. Yeah. What I saw when I walked towards those eyes as we went down that trail is it just kind of melted and disappeared. Yeah. Total difference. I'm glad they're there because that's actually giving us... So they're the same distance as the noises we were hearing, Tim, and they're moving and we can't hear them moving at all. This part of the woods feels different. It does. This whole side feels different, honestly. This goes up to the cemetery, or this does? This does to the right. Yeah, it's the red blade. Yeah. And it started. Yep. Look at that. Now, look at here. Here we go. There's a crowbar further over there. Like odd laughter. Okay. Huh? I heard it, I think. Here we go again. Yeah. I gave you a special rock. I want something. Well, okay. What the f was that? I don't know. We both asked the question in the woods now. I asked mine later. This ends with you asking your question mm -hmm. to the woods. You said, uh, I left you something. So you had left the rock that Diane gave us a couple episodes ago in the cemetery yeah. so that she felt was thrown at her. Let's leave it at the cemetery. So you left it at the cemetery. And you said something along the lines of, I, I left you something. I would like something in return. Yeah, I was like. And my heart just sinks. I'm like, oh, that's not the way you, don't you, that's, <laughs> that's not the way you ask. <laughs> I, I it wasn't like I was trying to intimidate or antagonize. I know, I know you weren't. Like, I just didn't think think of it then. I mean, right. normally I'm pretty good. You're right. I'm normally right. pretty good at being like, hey, you know, please. Right. But I was just like, by this point, you know, I guess it's getting late in the evening. I'm tired, mm -hmm. and I was just like, hey, I left you something really special. I would like something special also in return. And now, once you, <laughs> yeah. as soon as you said that. Not even a second after. This weird cry comes out. Like, from... It was freaky. So we go up there, and we catch this eye shine. And what was weird was you caught it in your flashlight. I'm wearing a headlamp. Yep. I could see it when you had your, your flashlight on. You moved your flashlight to try to get a different angle and, and walk down the trail a little way. I tried to keep it in my headlamp so I could keep my eyes on it. Right. As soon as you took your flashlight off of it, I couldn't see it anymore. I still could. So... I couldn't see it anymore. 
and you moved down the trail. I guess you said, did you? I could see you it. You could still see it. I, okay. And I was probably, I don't know, five feet ahead of you. Yeah, something. Not, right. No more than five feet. Maybe no 10 than, at the yeah. most. And it was looking at me the whole time. So we see this. I mean, that was eye shine. That was 100% eye shine. That was yeah. nothing but eye shine. It wasn't deer. It was reddish. It never moved. It, it, it was focused on me the whole time. Maybe that's why I didn't see it. Maybe it, it literally turned its head to follow you. It might have been. Because I, cause I I had my headlamp focused on that plate. And then it's like I looked away for a split second and I couldn't see it anymore. So now it's a tense moment anyway. And now we've lost. Well, I've <laughs> lost sight of, of where it is. <laughs> and then you asked for this. The totally inappropriate way. And, and then ask. we get this weird cry back from the direction. Roughly the direction that we were seeing. Of the eyes. These eyes. And it was deafening. I mean, it was... It was, yeah. It's like the... It just these never come out on the recordings the way they are when, <laughs> when you're there. It was so immediate and so weird. And it almost sounded like it had a knock and a cry at the same time. Like like something hit or broke a branch or something. It was like when I listened time. to the recording, you, now at the time, to me, it sounded like one thing. Mm-hmm. But once I listened to the recording you sent me, it was like the cry was first, and then there was like a knock and a crack. Yeah, I don't know. It was like, yeah, it was it was crazy. But at the time, it was just like we we're like, holy, what and was I, that? I think like so immediately, like I probably within. You drove that night. You actually dropped me back in the house. I think probably as soon as you got home. You were texting me and like, did you capture that cry on the recording? <laughs> yeah, because I and you, you asked me like a bunch of times. I know. I don't know. Obsessed. I don't know. I don't know if it's on there or not. And I, I finally got to. And yes, we did. So let's go ahead and play that thing. And again, doesn't sound unlike the weird cry we heard in the previous clip at the cemetery. But let's go ahead and play that three times. So if anybody has any theories, well, I'm sure people are going to say coyote or fox, <laughs> whatever you know. But it was—it was not a fox. I've never heard a fox like it's that not, before. It wasn't. It oh, and it was so perfectly on cue when you asked for that, and it just came back. Well, here's the thing. So let's just say, for skeptic's sake, let's just say it was a coyote or a fox. The point is, it was like right after I asked that. Oh yeah, yeah. So what? It, what it, are the odds? It was immediately, you know? Or what if it was something pretending to be well, a coyote or a fox? Speaking of odds, let's play this next thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's gone. There was a set of eyes right there. Mm. Oh, there it is. Oh, wait, I see it. Yeah. Now, what's that? That moved. It just something white just moved off here. Like I saw a body move out. Now the question is, is that a deer? But it didn't look like a deer. Trail. Whatever that is, is just staring right at us. Yeah. Here we go again. Something just arced off to the left. To me. I heard it. But I just saw a big movement, like right there. Let's try and get a different angle. To lose it. I I lost it a while ago. I it wouldn't pick up in my it would pick up in your light. So that noise, that answer I got was down in here. Yeah. Well instead of walking towards it, 
probably see if we can get another answer. Okay. We have a recorder. Why don't you say something? You said we left you something special. I'm just wondering if you're willing to leave something for us. Did you lock your car? Uh, I think so. Why, did you hear it go off? No, I just thought I heard like a car door sound. Oh, Jesus. Now you're making me nervous. <laughs> I'm making you nervous. <laughs> or if you'd like to throw something, do not hit us. If you'd like to throw something. How about that? How about that? Not sure how well you could hear that, but uh, basically I said, throw something. Don't hit us. I'm glad you put that piece in there. <laughs> but throw something. On cue, right beside us. Right beside us. Something hits. Uh, it's very apparent. It's, it's very loud on the audio. I'll go ahead and play that, just the sound of that hitting three times. And that wasn't edited. That happened as quick as you hear it on the recording. Yeah, as soon as I mean, it was none of this is edited. Time wise, it's not edited. Yeah, and know. and we were like standing still. Like that cry stopped us because I was moving forward. And then when mm-hmm. we heard that cry, that's when we were like, we both stopped. Yeah, something got thrown. Now, I was so kind of focused or ahead, and you know, looking down the trail in this area where we saw the eyes. And where, where that sound came from, I didn't think to look for a second at whatever was for whatever was thrown. It just it didn't occur to me. I was I wanted to find that eye shine again and keep it in you know to kind of see where it was. Right. Keep my eye on it. I don't know that we could have found it anyway in the dark. So no, I didn't find whatever was thrown at us. But you can hear it. You can hear it. It hits immediately after we ask for it. All right, let's play this last clip where where I asked something that made you uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Was that you that left the stuffed animals? I don't think you should have asked that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it's that's things arcing through the leaves. Exactly. You can hear them hit leaf, 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 and then hit the ground. Mm-hmm. Is that a warning? Do you want us to leave, or do you want us to stay? Are we welcome here? Can you throw something again? Don't hit us. Yep. I think it's time to go. Let's see you. Yeah. We're going now. You all right? I'm trying to like, watch as we go back because we have my eyes and move. Uh-huh. What is there? Oh, <laughs> lovely. Huh? I said lovely. We're being paced out. Yep. That was not a deer down in there, Tim. Yeah. Huh? No. So in that segment, you said, uh, I don't think you should have asked that. Yeah. (laughs) Why? I immediately got the feeling, like, 
the whole time we were down there on the lower section, mm-hmm. not on the cemetery, it was like we showed up again and whatever was there, whatever you want to call it, I don't know what it is. Well, yeah, well, neither of us it was me. like regarding us. Remember me saying that? I said, it feels like we're being regarded. Like, you know, why, why are you here? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're back. Right. Like, right. It, like it wasn't. We weren't expected to be to appear from that direction, right? Okay. And, and then when we got that cry and all that, it was kind of like, oh. And then we were still being regarded. And then when you asked that, it was like, that's not for you to know. And it's just like you, you kind of crossed the line. You know, we had pushed the line already, right? Right. And then that it was like, okay, no, you're done. You're not supposed to know that. That's that's not for you. There's something else we talked about on the way home in the truck. And at some point you asked us, like, if you want us to leave, you know, give us a sign or something right. like that. And there was nothing. It was nothing. Nothing was thrown, nothing, no cries, no anything. And as we're driving back, you said, you know, it was almost like it was making up its mind. It was trying to decide. It was, it was thinking. It was thinking. And when and you said that, I got chills because that's exactly the impression I had. That's what I meant by like it was regarding. Like, like it, it was trying to decide like, do I want them here or do I not want them here? Like mm-hmm. it was like when you said that, that's 100% of the feeling I got. It wasn't answering because it didn't have an answer. It was trying to decide. It was, it was, it, I felt like there was an, an intelligence there. I don't know. I mean, call me crazy. But it was like there was something there thinking. And then when, and then, like I said, it was trying to decide what to do with us. Mm-hmm. It gave us some stuff. You know, I don't not physical stuff, but like you know, right? The we, cry, we, the and cry, the, and, the, the, the and the stone, or whatever. And then you asked that question, and it was like, uh, okay, mm-hmm. you know, now it's decided it doesn't want us there anymore, and that's when we pulled out. Yeah, it was it it, it was like we were like on the edge, and we were seeing something, and it's just sitting there looking at us like, what do I do with you guys? So the whole experience, like you said, it it did remind me of pandemonium as we're leaving. One thing reminded me of White Rocks and our uh, our solstice hike. So yeah. we saw the, those red lights or whatever they were up on the top of White Rocks, which started as one light and then came up two that looked like they were spaced like eyes. And uh, we're heading out. It's just, just after midnight. And I don't know if you were you were back or you went back to look. I, I stopped. You stopped. And, and I stopped and flashed the light and back. You, and then you kind of came up to me and you said, hey, um, as fast as you can, but safely, let's get out of here. Well, actually, you were so far ahead of me, I had to run <laughs> to catch. I'm not saying you were flying out of there, but you never stopped. Like, yeah, I, I stopped. Think, yeah. And I had to run to catch up to you. So, and you're, but that was, wait, so this was very much like that, so... We decided to go, and I'm kind of making my way out of Gazoo's Woods and down through the other part. You had stopped to look behind. Mm-hmm. I didn't know, and I kept going. And you kind of called up to me again, and you're like, yeah, those uh, those eyes came closer. Yeah, they, they literally moved up the trail. Wow. And and that's when I was, and like I said, I had to run to catch up to you. And I turned around, I'm like, oh, man, he's way back. <laughs> and I, and I oh, so this is, you, you were talking about it. I was talking at, about this at, time. At Gazoo's. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah, was, Gazoo's, okay. I really had to. Because yeah, you were you were probably a good fifteen yards ahead behind me. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that, that that reminded me of White Rocks, both the, very similar to that. We were being well. We both said on the way out, like we were being escorted out. We mm-hmm. were being paced out. Oh yeah, yeah. We mentioned yeah. that too. All right. So a few days afterwards, I went back. I couldn't wait. I had to go and see if that 
rock was taken that you left at the cemetery. I, I had to go look. You were somewhere else that day. I was so, working. So, so. <laughs> this was uh, this is my first solo hike since being in the hospital. So go ahead and play that, and you'll notice how loud the cicadas are in these clips at night when we were there. They we were, actually saw some hatching out. We saw some at right, night. but they are there's a din of cicadas in these clips you can hear. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. So I'm here at uh, what we call Gazoo's Woods by myself. This is my first solo hike since getting out of the hospital. But I had to come back and see what I could see after our uh, night the other night. And one thing you'll notice right away is the background noise of the cicadas. Definitely, we're not chirping the other night when we were here. Not like this. It is a din of cicadas. Not going to be able to hear much else. Here I'm entering what we've been calling Gazoo's Woods. This is about where Chad and I were the other night when we caught the eye shine. And uh, had things thrown at us. Had that weird cry after Chad asked for something, which I didn't think he should have done. Oh boy. So there is a big, you know, maybe tree structure. Right where we saw the ice on. I'm going to call that a maybe tree structure. Um, but it's right where we were we were seeing the, the ice shine the other night. Very interesting. Okay, so th- that clip ends with I find this maybe tree structure but it was right where we saw those eyes right where we saw the eyes on the trail and i call it a maybe tree structure because some are kind of woven together and they, something with hands had to do them right to it this i it's harder to tell but 
The interesting thing is it's the placement. It was right where we saw those eyes, the, the red eyes. And it was bent over the trail. So you had to walk under it to stay on the trail. So it's, it's kind of arched over the trail. Living tree bent, arched over the trail. And then, you know, some dead structures kind of holding it in place. It's a maybe, I, you know, it's a maybe, but the placement of it sure is interesting. Yeah. It sure is interesting where it was. So when we were on the lower end, we were on a level spot and you had said, because I asked you how the trail went mm-hmm. when you get back and you said it dropped down into a little valley and then it turned mm-hmm. at a, um, like a corner mm-hmm. to the left and that's where the tree structure was. Actually not. So, so it made the corner and it started going uphill. No, it was it was on the way down. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it, I think where we were looking at those eyes, they were closer than you think. So they were downhill a little bit from us. Mm-hmm. See, because I remember when I walked forward, it looked like the trail went downhill a little bit. We were mm-hmm. like we were like on a shelf. Yep. If that makes any sense. Yep. So that's why that cry sounded like it was coming up. Exactly. And up and like out of a bowl. Exactly. Okay. So yeah. that map puts that all into. Yeah. Yeah, there's actually a little, I don't see, it's been so long since you were there during the day. There's actually a little bridge down the bottom. When you get all the way down the bottom, there's a oh, little, okay. little, like, five-foot wooden bridge just across a little, like, creek gully. It's before you get to that bridge. Oh, okay. Down the hill. But, again, it had to have been, like, by my estimation, like, right where we were seeing those. So eyes. that was really close. Yeah. Yeah, well, it was we'll a lot. have to go back again, de- definitely. Yeah. So then I make my way up to the cemetery. I'm looking for any stuffed animals. In all the usual and unusual places, I guess. Somewhere in here was the the pug stuffed animal that day. We found it. It was a little bit further off the cemetery and we usually find them which was was pretty odd I thought in and of itself I remember it being right out here I do not see it now the question is Oh, there's the pug. I see it. It's still here. It's been moved, but it's here. So the pug is still here. It's It's been moved from the last time uh, we, f- we saw it. It was closer to it. There's a big stump where the, they cut down a tree. It's closer to that. It was, it was closer to that big stump before and now it's just laying here with its eyes torn out it was in new condition uh, when we found it before and I understand stuffed animals can rot and so forth but This just seems like it has its eyes just torn out. It's very creepy, very creepy.
And there are some, again, maybe tree structures in here, which we found the other night, actually, when we were walking through here. They look more like tree sigils. A la Blair Witch. So we found the remains of a stuffed animal out here before. Oh, there we go. It's been moved. I'm assuming these are the, the same remains that we saw before. Well, there's a deer running through the woods. Something scared it up in broad daylight. It's a big one, too. It hadn't clocked me yet. Didn't even go into Gazoo's Woods. It headed that way, made a sharp right turn, crossed the street, and went up the hill in the other direction. I don't know if that means anything or not. It certainly would have been easier to go downhill. Boy, that is a big spider. <laughs> yeah, it's a mother wolf spider. And she's got all the baby wolf spiders on her back. She is massive. A big old wolf spider. Biggest wolf spider I've ever seen, I think. Got all her babies on her back. Massive. I was going to walk back down the road, but I think I'm going to push back through Gazoo's woods here. I found the pug again, which we couldn't find at night, but I mean, it was night, but it had moved. It was about 30 feet, maybe a little more to the right of where it had been before when you're, when you're facing the wow. woods from the cemetery. Okay. That's why we couldn't find yeah, it. Yeah, it had been moved. But as I say on the audio there, its eyes had been ripped out. Like, <laughs> it's laying on its side. Remember when we found it, it was sitting up yeah. all nice and new. It was like, like yeah, it was perfect. like up against a tree. It was like, but it was sitting upright, like perfect. And mm -hmm. this was turned on its side, and the eyes had been ripped out. Now I know stuffed animals rot. I, <laughs> this was creepy. It's so, just just to have the eyes ripped out. What gets me though is we see that the people who caretake that place, like mm -hmm. they really go through and they clear out the woods and they cut up. Mm -hmm. They literally like you'll, if, if you manage, if you go there, you'll see where they like cut up trees and they stack, they stack the uh, branches that they've cleared out of the woods, but yet the stuffed animals are allowed to remain there. <laughs> I, I can't explain. I just, I don't know. I thought it was really creepy. Yeah, it is kind of creepy. Then I go in the cemetery and I see something. I thought it was a mouse. So there's a hole by one of the, the gravestones. And I, this was during the day. This was during the day. I, I thought there was a mouse in there. And I'm looking at it. I keep seeing it move around. Well, up out of this hole comes this wolf spider. It was the biggest wolf spider I'd ever seen. It was like a small tarantula. This thing was <laughs> massive. Covered with, if you don't know wolf spiders, they have babies, the mothers, and the babies just climb on their back and they, they, along, they, they yeah. carry them along. And if they find another mother with babies, they will fight. They'll fight to the death. And the mother that wins, all the babies from the other one go and crawl on the winner's back. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. 
that's the way wolf spiders work. Well, I think this one had won a few fights because it was, it was just covered with babies. I put the photo on Instagram. I think I got the most responses of that than anything I put up in well, recent when, times. When, I, when you sent it to me, I'm like, what is that? Like, it took a second. I was like, because it looked like a spider. I'm like, but it, where's it? It's legs. And it was like, just, it, the legs just come out of the... the, it's, at the out of the mass. Yeah. But then the, once you said what it was, I'm like, oh, okay, I see it now. Yeah. But at first I was like, is that like a trapdoor spider? Like, it was so creepy. That's nuts. So creepy. I'm not afraid of spiders. I'm not creeped no, out by just, spiders. But this was particularly like, whoa. Like, I was definitely... <laughs> they, they do get uh, a little bit more aggressive when they have the babies. They they don't mess around because they're they're ready for a fight, I think. But I did take a picture. That was neat. That wasn't. I don't yeah, think that, that, was cool. that wasn't anything woo. It was just a cool thing that that was in the cemetery. And then I found the um, the remnants of that pony are still there, but that that had been moved as well, and had a, a there's a wooden fence that goes around that cemetery. Mm-hmm. Had a fence rail on top of it, sitting on top of it. That's weird. Yeah, I was going to walk back down the road. I didn't know if I was pushing things by going through Gazoo's woods twice by myself, but then I thought, you know what? Don't be a wimp. Go back through the woods. And see what happens, right? So, I, like, so I made up my mind. I'm, I'm going back through the woods. I start going back down the woods, and I see the side trail. I don't know why we never took it before. I'm just going to take this as a big, wide side trail. I'm going to take it. I'm going to see where this goes. It's not marked. It's not blazed or anything. I follow this trail a little ways, and it splits into a Y. I took the left side of the Y just because the right side went downhill, and I, just, I didn't want to deal with walking back uphill right. on the way back. So, like, yeah, this don't blame you. Yeah. I'll just go to the left. I walk a little bit further, and the trail gets narrower and narrower as I go. And after a while, I'm like, oh, am I still on the trail? And I thought, if I go any further, I'm going to need to blaze this so I can find my way back. And I just it's like, well, it's my first day hiking alone. I'd, I'd done quite a, you know, it's Don't not push a it. Yeah, it's not a super <laughs> long hike. I didn't want to go. Plus, it wasn't a, a it was a pretty warm day. I got to watch the heat with MS and stuff. So I went back, but we're going to have to go uh, find that side trail and see where it goes that was very interesting i think we didn't go down it because like the the not that night that we were there but the first time you took me there it was like towards the end of the day we'd done a lot of hiking we'd done a lot of hiking and we just weren't you know so um i decided to go back down through the woods I'll, i'll play these these last segments i just got Chad's tap, I think, on my shoulder. Okay, I'm going to allow that that could have been, could have been a cicada. It flew into me particularly hard. But I didn't see one. I turned around and looked. I didn't see one bounce off of me. Oh, there goes something in the woods. So this is right as I was coming out of Kazoo's woods and into the other part of the woods. Uh, before you get to Gazoo's Woods, there's like a another part with a gazebo and so forth. And I'm going to say that was... I guess I'm going to hope that was a cicada. I... I don't know. And then I just... I heard something off in the woods to my right. Could have been enough, and the woods are just so darn loud today. Okay, as I as I got to the jeep, I heard like real slight, not heavy, not like uh, not like Babe Ruth sluggers, 
but uh, almost like taps. Coming from, I'm guessing, Gazoo's Woods, right up above me. It's a whole series of them. Kind of rhythmic. So I forgot to tell you this. I think I got your, maybe, I don't know. Could have been a cicada flying into me. If it did, it flew into me pretty hard. Right as I was coming out of the part that we call Gazoo's Woods and into the other woods, I think I got your tap. Remember you said something tapped oh, on yeah, the shoulder? Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I think I got either that or a cicada flew into me really hard, but I turned right around. I didn't see a cicada on the ground. There wasn't one on my shirt. There wasn't, you know, it, let's go ahead and say it was a cicada. I don't know. It, something tapped me. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that now because we were at the edge of the cemetery that mm-hmm. night. And I said, did you just touch, tap me? Because you're like, it was like you tapped me on the shoulder, like on the top of my arm. Mm-hmm. You know? No, I didn't. <laughs> you did. No, you didn't touch me at all. He's yeah. fond of me, but not that fond. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ta- I'll, I have no problem tapping on the shoulder if, we need, if I need to get your attention. No, but, no, you've done that numerous times. And then, uh, so I get back to the car and I'm, I'm loading my stuff up. And, and sure enough, from the direction of Gazoo's Woods, I hear a, a series of like, I don't want to call them wooden knocks because they weren't super loud. This wasn't like a baseball bat hitting a tree. It was like um, rhythmic taps. Hmm. Like if someone had like a light stick or something and was tapping on a tree. I think we heard some of them that night. We we may have. We may have. I mean, there's so much going on. We we couldn't take note of it all. This was loud enough to hear... Over the din of the cicadas. Of course, I didn't have a recorder running because I was putting all my gear, you know, in the car at that time. So, you know, don't know what that was. That's the first I heard that. You didn't even tell me that. Yeah, yeah, I forgot to tell you that. In fact, I forgot until I was listening okay. back to, to the audio. And I, was, I made a note, you know, I because I turned the recorder back on to talk about it. Gazoo's Woods. <laughs> Gazoo's Woods. Uh, very intense. I will say that I talked to another guy who's been doing Bigfoot stuff in Maryland for a long, long time. And... He says he's recorded, boy, I want to say, probably not even a half mile from there. You know, there's that main trail that runs by it. Mm -hmm. He was down on that main trail north. Okay. Not far at all. And he said he recorded a series of screams there that he has, you know, no clue what they are. He said they were, like, loud and scary. He said that area is pretty active. (laughs) Again, if we're talking about a breeding population of monkey men, uh, not there. Oh, not there, no not way. Not there. No way. <laughs> uh, so no way. tell me what it is. I don't know. Things I, I, I just want to stress, the fact that we just felt things were all around us. They were close to us. We couldn't see a thing. At some point, we figured out, wait, these things are being thrown at us because we heard it coming through the leaves. Right. When we say couldn't see a thing, we mean like there was nothing there. It wasn't like we couldn't see into the woods. Uh, right. No, no, no. There yeah. was just nothing there. Yeah. We couldn't see what was making the sounds, even though the sounds were repeatedly near us. It wasn't cicadas flying around at night. I, it just wasn't. I don't know how to prove that to anyone, but it, it wasn't. I know it wasn't. No. Was some eerie sounds were record, we, we recorded. But the clincher for me was... Uh, when we were down on the bottom end and you asked for the gift and got the immediate cry in response. And then I asked for something to be thrown at us and immediately something hit beside us. It was more focused down there. It was more focused down there versus in the cemetery. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it was, the cemetery it, was. The cemetery was like a lot. It was of stuff. like a cyclone. It was like a cyclone, and yeah. you know we had owls going off, and when the owls were getting mm-hmm. loud, that's when it really got super intense, and it kind of died down. But that down there was more focused, and it, I agree. And it and it was more like you know, like I said, literally something was like, what do I do with these guys? You know, it was mm-hmm. more. It seemed like more of an intelligence or something was ahead of us. If that makes any sense. To me, it did. Yeah, I mean, yes. <laughs> I What you're saying makes sense. I don't know if the whole experience makes any sense no. whatsoever. I was impressed. I was impressed. It's hard to beat pandemonium because pandemonium was, was very intense and very visceral, and those wood knocks were so, like, in our face. You know, they were just right there. But this was, uh, this was something. This was really something. And to have it be so responsive right in a row... I mean, to be honest, I was, I was like a, a little like, oh, Chad asked, asked this thing and got this reply back. And then I was like, I'm going to ask for something, too. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, and, was, it was almost like Harry Springs in its responsiveness. But it's similar, to but have different. That, that both of us getting the, that immediate oh, no, response. No, it, yeah, it was definitely. Like, if something wasn't thrown at us, what are the chances of something falling out of the tree and landing right next to us you know right at that moment. right and, it's, and, it's, and this it's, isn't fall no there's no acorns falling down mm-hmm. you know and, and there was oh it was, when we were up on the other end it was like stuff was constantly going around at this point it, we weren't getting that constant like sound of stuff all around no. us this was like it was focused very you know very quiet other than that cry and uh i think when we first went in into the area we call Gazoo's Woods. I, you said, "Here we go," and I think because some, I think there was a couple some, little taps, something yes, like something barking. Like, yep. But then at the point where we saw the eyes and and all that, it, there wasn't there wasn't things to just have that immediate response. You asked for some something, got the cry back, and I just said, "Well, throw something at us. Don't hit us. Throw something near us." And right away, I, it just hits and it's loud. You can hear it. And then after that, it was a standoff. <laughs> it was. Like, was. Do we go forward? You know, and it's in the uh, nice comfort of recording area here. You know, the lights are on, and and we're not there. I'm I'm kind of like, why didn't we stay longer? It's different when you're there. Yeah, it's different when you're there. You you kind of know when it's time to go. Oh, you do know when it's time to go. It ain't yeah. kind of you. Do. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, how would you rate this in our in our experiences together? I mean, as far as uh, like if you if you would. You would rate, I mean, I mean, with pandemonium being like the most, that was probably pandemonium was definitely the most intense. Most intense. That was the most intense. This is close. This got close, but it had that almost. See, we didn't, we didn't try to get any anything in response or anything or pandemonium. We were sort of, we were the reactive ones. And pandemonium. Yeah. We were being reactive to what was happening around us. You know, because it was a different feel. Yeah. It was more, I don't want to say malevolent, but it was like, you know, we we're like, we didn't know what we were dealing with at that point. I mean, we, I probably, mean, we never know what we're dealing with. Right. But it, it, we, we didn't have as many experiences exactly. of, this, of this magnitude under our belt as exactly. we do now. If pandemonium happened tomorrow, I would probably try to say something to the woods. You know, and yeah, we we weren't doing that no, at this point. No, at that point. So, pandemonium definitely the most intense. And as far as the audio we got, I don't know. There's some sounds in this one that's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's, that's pretty impressive. But 
Yeah, I put this right up there with Pandemonium, honestly. I was like, Pandemonium kind of edges it out because we stayed the whole night and we, you know, we kind of had the, the full immersive experience yeah, there. Yeah, I, I think also the fact that in Pandemonium, you're you're out there. Yeah. You're in the middle of basic nowhere. I mean, mm-hmm. we still had access to the vehicle, mm-hmm. but still, it's a long drive out. Oh, yeah. There's only one way out. Mm-hmm. You know, here, it's not isolated. No. Which no. in itself is kind of wild. Yeah. You know, yeah, <laughs> that, that that in itself just makes it even more like kind of. Yeah. Well, I told you there's a shelter there. We can stay there. Well, we got to yeah, get permission, but we can stay there. Yeah, so. we'll do that. Right. I mean, we are already I'm already like, let's go. Let's see what happens. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll be back. Yeah, I think Gazoo's Woods is uh, it goes right up there with Pandemonium and Site 7 mm-hmm. as far as and Harry Springs, as far as these places that we're going to have to kind of frequent and see what happens. Yeah. It's almost like a cycle now. And yeah. And, you know, I can't help but feel there's there's some kind of connection. Like, I know how woo it sounds when I talk about these stuffed animals and stuff. Woo! It seems more than coincidence with these things. That pug seems more than coincidence. The fact that, you know, the gorilla and that pony I recognize as, as stuffed animals I bought my kids, you know. You know when I say my kids, I don't have young kids anymore. My kids are going to graduate high school next year, you know? So these stuffed animals, I got them when they were little. Yeah, it's years ago. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so the fact that I'm recognizing these things, you know what I mean? It, it, it just, it, it's so weird. The whole thing is, is so <laughs> weird. And I know like you could probably chart the, the, the woo in strange familiars from the beginning to now. And like, just see the woo factor just go up and up and up the further we go with this stuff. But I can't help but note it and feel like, you know, there's some kind of connection there. I don't know what it is, but uh, there you go. So we'll be back. Kazoo, we're coming back. Get yeah. ready for us. Yeah, we are coming back. Oh, one thing you didn't mention. Yeah. The dreams. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I completely forgot about yeah. that. So. <laughs> so just like Pandemonium. Pandemonium, we, we both had bad dreams there. In place. In place. And then we both had dreams of this scary, I call her the pandemonium hag. I hope that's not offensive to this dream entity, whatever she is. She's certainly hag-like. Yeah. We both had dreams of her afterwards. I had multiple every time I messed with the audio for the the Wilderness Geist uh, pandemonium album. Every time I listen to it all the way through, it seems like I have a dream of this uh, woman who isn't pleasant. No, at, at least she hasn't been in, in my in either of our dreams. <sighs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, so we get home from Gazoo's Woods that night, and I woke up with a cry. I, I think I mentioned this on the podcast before when I was talking about the little preview of Gazoo's Woods. I thought I would have woken Allison up. She's usually a pretty light sleeper, but I didn't. I cried out in the dream. Just you and I. We were in Gazoo's Woods, and something was barreling through the woods at us. Didn't see it. It was just coming. It was just barreling through the woods at us, and it was just like I just woke up with a start. That's all I remember. Scary enough to wake me up with the with the cry. I texted you, I guess, and said, "You know, did you have any dreams last night?" Yeah. So, what was yours? Yeah. Well, I I think I woke up like two or three times, but the one I remember was we were on the trail, and we saw the red eyes, and I like flashed the you know we were down we were down in. Gazoo's Woods Mm -hmm. in the trail, you know, the area down from the cemetery. And I swung the flashlight around towards the eyes. 
and all I saw was like it was like something was blocking the light and there was like a big dark shadow so it looked like literally like a big shape big hairy shape and then you saw the red eyes and it had like a helmet on <laughs> but it wasn't a gazoo helmet it was right. like that world war ii german shaped helmet mm-hmm. you know it yeah. has that odd yeah, yeah, yeah. um silhouette uh-huh. it didn't have the little pickle one it wasn't the one from world war one it was right. the one from world war ii and it was just there and i was like ah and then i woke up wow but it was just like like a black like yeah outline bigfoot in a helmet bigfoot in a helmet yeah oh, i that's... guess i don't know but that's what i saw that was just it was and i woke up and i was scared because i was like ah you know i was like and i'm like what the heck was <laughs> that is bizarre that was really bizarro but uh I, again you wonder if you know the connection to uh the first gazoo picture i snapped like i said it looked like somebody in a green helmet i don't know i don't know man. i don't know all right so uh, again, if you figure out where it is, please be respectful. Please get the permission that you're supposed to get to be there. And don't bother the areas around it. There's, there are some residences close by. Don't bother people and don't make a lot of noise. If you establish a, a, a gifting area, I would suggest that it be away from any ones that are that are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and keep it. I, sh- I don't want to say keep it small, but you know, keep it. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't be like unobtrusive. Yeah, don't be cutting trees down. Don't don't leave anything that's not natural. We left a stone, for instance, when it's not like we're leaving like, you know, plastic toys or anything that that can yeah, be pollution, you know, be considered pollution or anything. So this was a, literally just a rock we left. Yeah, just use good sense and uh be kind to the environment and be kind to people who who do live, you know, relatively close by. And if you may ans- ask any questions, Word them right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be careful what you ask. Yeah, be careful how you ask it. All right, Chad, hey, this is the first time Chad's been in the studio since uh, the virus. It's kind of cool to be back to Yeah, it is to cool. We're getting back normal. to normal a little yeah. bit now. Yeah, so uh, thanks for coming out, Chad. Yeah, not a problem, man. It's great being back. This tintype feels different. Does it? Yes. Maybe it's just because it's... It's got something on the back. I don't know. I tell you this. I didn't think it was a tintype until you put it in my hand. Well, here's the thing about tintypes. While they they might have started in in the mid-1800s, they were in use in souvenir, holiday, seaside kind of places, destination areas. Into the 30s and 40s, people were still doing like little holiday-based tintypes i think that's probably what this is because you can see from the clothing this is not a victorian guy this is definitely later he looks like he could be one of the creepy professors from secta honestly he does that's kind of why i picked him out today (laughs) (laughs) and he definitely doesn't look like a 1800s era tintype it doesn't i thought honestly when you're holding the photo before you like i said before you put in my hand i thought oh that's just a photo from the 40s or 50s or something yeah, the, like the toning's different. The whole process looks a little different. And now, did they keep doing tintypes as a novelty or because they didn't update their equipment? I think a little of both. I think it was probably people that got started in that era and then continued. You know how sometimes when you're at a vacation destination, things are a little behind the times. Sure. Some yeah. people are still doing those iron-on decals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's actually wearing a shirt that says Ocean City 86 on it. <laughs> Let's open a tintype stand. Like to sell to Yeah, to to take tintypes and Well, there is a movement of like I know modern alternative process photographers. 
We met a guy. I'm going to start a pinhole stand. <laughs> I just take pinhole camera pictures of you. Very, very, very slowly. Yes, don't move for, for minutes. <laughs> the, the sun's going down. Don't move for two and a half hours. <laughs> but he's a creepy, unsettling guy. If you go to the show notes under this episode at strangefamiliars.com, you can see an image of this photograph. If you click on that, it'll take you to our Etsy shop where you can buy this and other photos of the week. Wire on Etsy, check out our shop. The shop name is Lost Grave, but if you type in Strange Familiars, our stuff will come up. I've been adding some artwork there, some little drawings I've been doing, some little illustrations. I think there's a flannel man I sneaked up there that people haven't probably noticed yet. So often I announce stuff, and then people scoop it up right away. This one I just kind of I snuck it up there just to see how long it would stay. A serendipity one. You can get copies of all my books, and when you get them from us on Etsy, they come signed by me. Strange Familiars t-shirts and more. Check out everything there. While you're on Etsy, make sure to check out Chad's shop, Ruck Rabbit Outdoors. He's got a bunch of new axes, I think. I don't know if he's putting them up on Etsy or if he's saving them. He's doing some uh, woodsman events. But we've been keeping our eye out. We got him a couple axes, I know. And he told me he scored a bunch of axes when I saw him the other day. And check out our friends at Karmic Garden. One word, Karmic Garden. They have the flannel man scent and the bespoke Strange Familiar scent. And much more karmic garden on Etsy. Etsy is a great way to support us. Another great way to support us is by becoming a patron. That's the best way to support us. You can become a patron at Patreon. It's patreon.com slash strangefamiliars. Our patrons get one full episode a month. No, two full episodes of Strange Familiars every month. The value has doubled recently. Yes. I want to give everything we can to our patrons because without them no strange familiars without you patrons no strange familiars thank you patrons thank you so much patreon.com slash strange familiars there's all different tiers of support there you can get bonus content or you can go in and get things like artwork copies of my books t-shirts and more patreon.com slash strange familiars if you don't like the idea of a subscription service like patreon and you just want to help with a one-time donation You can go to the show notes under any episode at strangefamiliars.com. Look for the paypal.me link. You can click that and make a one-time donation. While we're talking about people who support us, I would like to thank Susan S. from California. She sent a really nice card and some support for the show along with it. Thank you so much, Susan. It's a great big help. Thank you. First patron show for June should come immediately after this episode within a day or two. Second patron show, the more relaxed one, going to have a little appearance from Brother Richard. We talked to him about a, another topic. He'll be coming up on the regular show, but then uh, we kind of had a more relaxed conversation with Brother Richard where Allison got to ask Brother Richard some questions. So that's coming up on the second patron show a little bit later in the month. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back soon with more Strange Familiars. Strange Familiars is a production of Dark Holler Arts, music, books, art, podcasts, and more. 
Intro and background music is by Stonebreath. If you want to hear more or purchase music from Stonebreath, you can go to stonebreath.bandcamp.com. Strange Familiars is on Facebook, facebook.com slash strangefamiliars, where you can join the Strange Familiars gathering group. We're on Instagram. You can find us there, at strangefamiliars. And if you're wandering around the web, afraid of wolf spiders, <laughs> carrying their babies all over them, wolf spiders don't spin webs anyway. They hunt like wolves. Hence the name. Yes. They run their prey down. In any case, if you're lost in the sticky, sticky World Wide Web and you're looking for us, you can always find us at strangefamiliars.com. When I was young, there was a tree. It spoke to me in cracks and creeds. the breeze The kids told me The witch was hanged All from a branch High in that tree
to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.